0: Hey everyone, and welcome to this episode of the Happy Hour Podcast. I'm your host, Gretchen Garrity, and today's episode is a little bit of a deep one. You know, I told Max before starting to record, I said, I'm going to record a deep podcast episode. I don't want you to be able to hear because I'm gonna be in my feels, I'm probably gonna get a little emotional. It's a deep episode. And he's like, I don't know what a deep episode means. And I'm like, what do you mean? you know what that means. And I guess what I mean that this is deep episode is like deeply emotional, deeply like raw for me and vulnerable. I just have been thinking like I feel like I owe you guys this episode a little bit since my one explicitly on this body image before is actually my most downloaded episode ever. My second episode of my podcast and I just figured we probably needed an updated one since that was almost three years ago, which is crazy. And I thought, especially with summer coming up, there seems to be just like an added pressure we feel to look a certain way in bikinis, crop tops, ugh, you know what I mean? Which, reminder, if you have a body, which you all do, check, raise your hand, and you own a bathing suit, a bikini, check, raise your hand. You have a bikini body. There you go. Perfect. All bodies are bikini bodies. Like I hate, I hate phrases like that, you know, like, oh, get your bikini body, bikini body ready. No, everybody's got a bikini body. Throw on a bikini. There you go. Bikini body, which seems like this is a good moment to remind you guys like a little trigger warning, if you will, about just sensitive topics. Um, if you go back to my second episode ever, it was called like body image and sort of like recovering my relationship with food, like um, how I regained like a healthy relationship with food. I'm not really going to talk about food in this one um, or get that in depth. Like I talked more about like disordered eating, Um, so we're not going to really dive into that, but obviously this is still, like, a sensitive topic, talking about, like, weight or body image, how we look, negative thoughts about how we look, um... So I just want to warn you if you are in like a really hard place And eh, it goes both ways because I feel like this could be helpful for you to hear like My experience and my advice sort of like coming out the other side of it Um, but if this is like too much for you to listen to please, please, please like skip to a more lighthearted episode. Maybe go to one of my episodes about self-care or something like that Um, because I don't want to Like rub any of you the wrong way or make you really emotional or upset you um, but hopefully this will be more like positive, lighthearted, well, not really (laughs) lighthearted, but like I, and I'm warning you, I probably will get emotional because I remember the first time I recorded my episode similar to this almost three years ago that I was emotional. Um, but yeah, there's that. I think really where I'm at with all of this is that it will always be a journey since it's something I will always have to be mindful of. Um, I feel like I said a quote similar to that. Sorry, I'll be referencing my first episode on this a bit just because what I have to say is similar to that, but also it's almost three years ago. So I have like new ideas and new perspective and mindset with it all. Um, but it's something that actually quite a few of you have like DM'd me that it's something that stuck with you. And I think I said something along the lines of, um, my relationship with my body image is a journey because it's something that, like, I will always be on. Wow, I butchered that. But it's something that I'm always continuing to work on. And like I said, I always have to be mindful of it. Um, I think at this point, luckily, I've dealt with it for so long that deep down, I know what is going to make me feel better and worse. And that's kind of the difference than when I was younger is I just don't let myself down the rabbit hole of letting myself feel terrible anymore. Because I just think in my head, Gretchen, don't even go there. Don't scroll through this model's Instagram and, like, cry. Ugh. Yeah, I already know I'm going to be emotional because I'm just going to be, like, really honest. And, like, why did I used to do that? We're going to talk a lot about comparison. It's terrible. It's just awful. So, yeah. In a way... This might be weird to say, but this feels similar to my grieving journey, the one I'm on from losing my dad three years ago also, and it's just always something that's hard that kind of ebbs and flows, uh, but it gets easier to deal with over time, and that's how I feel about my relationship with my body image and how I see myself and feel about myself, which seems like a good time i will tell you the definition actually that i you know what's interesting is a definition i have today that i looked up on google versus the one from three years ago differs slightly so i'll read both so the one i found today it says body image is a person's perception of their physical self and the thoughts and feelings positive negative or both Which, okay, yes, but I think from my last episode, I like align with a little bit more and I think there's just like a little bit more to it. So from the past episode, um, the definition I have is body image is a person's perception of the aesthetics or attractiveness of their own body. It involves how a person sees themselves compared to standards that have been set by society. So I think that's the part that I really like resonate with because that's what I've like struggled with probably the most growing up is, yeah, standards set by society, or at least how I've, like, interpreted that, you know, seeing models on Instagram, in media, like, the image of, like, a beautiful woman everywhere, which, I mean, let's just get explicit here, right? So, I mean, we're talking the extremely skinny, tall, like, really flawless skin, um, Oh gosh maybe like well actually no not even back then i don't think it was like big boobs or but yeah i feel like that's more recent but i'm thinking the years i was probably the most like impressionable was probably elementary middle school which was oh my gosh for me we're talking like 2005 to uh, 2010 2012 And I feel like that was still you know, like early 2000s was like the extremely skinny like low rise everything So that's what I was seeing like the perfectly flat stomach And yeah, the flawless skin and I think yeah, I know I just said this but I feel like the more like curvy like big butt big boobs look was more recent and so That is what I had to go off of and I was like, okay So this is beautiful and this is like what i'm going after which I will say I think it's gotten better and people are just more aware of it and, you know, there's more like realness being shown. I don't even know the word I'm looking for across the web the internet and you know like clothing brands campaigns um print models everything like I'm thinking off the top of my head Aerie has done such a good job of like you know they show the models and they're like these photos haven't been retouched things like that like that is so meaningful and it's like okay now I can know that that's actually like a real person and how they look and not just photoshop and I mean that's a whole other conversation but yeah so that's that I guess just like a little intro into body image what it really is if you didn't even know but I'm sure most of you clicked on this episode because you're like wow maybe I need a little taste of advice on this right now or just good vibes because it can be it can feel so heavy and like overwhelming and almost like hopeless and I, I, that's like a very strong word to use but at times that I've struggled the most with body image I mean I I did feel hopeless, you know. So if any of you are have gone through that or going through that, I'm right there with you. And it's so sad as human beings that we struggle with this. And I think it all really stems in comparison. But before we get into any more of that, you guys know, in the beginning of my episodes, I always talk about something I'm happy about. Let's yeah, let's do a little pivot, something a little more lighthearted, something I'm happy about, like a happy quote or idea since it's a happy hour podcast we always do that so what I'm happy about right now currently is my summer plans I know in my last episode yes in my last episode I talked about so many summer plans coming up and it's just so exciting I'm someone that just always I mean who doesn't like I just love having things to look forward to and plans to look forward to I just think it's so fun and is, like, a fun way to go through life, like, excited for the next thing. Well, actually, no, now that I'm saying that out loud, maybe that takes away from the present moment a little bit, right? Being, like, you just can't wait for the next thing. It's, like, okay, no, we need to slow down and, like, be happy with, like, where we're at. But I I really am, and, like, we're about to move to Boston, you guys know, for the summer. So, yeah, I just, like, can't wait. Oh, that kind of, like, stresses me out. I really have to, like, get my crap together over here and, like, start packing and all the things. But, yeah, no, overall more positive than negative I'm very excited can I just say two more things also that I am happy about I think we need all the happy vibes around this topic since it can feel so like overwhelming I don't know draining yeah it's like emotionally exhausting worrying about how you look you know so another thing I'm happy about is Max went golfing really early this morning like we're talking like 7 a.m tea time and he got back so early actually just before I just started recording this episode because he like flew through the 18 holes because he was like the first one out there anyway all of that is to say I digress that he came back earlier than I was expecting I thought he'd come back at like noon you know um, it's like 10 30 right now but he brought me home a coffee which was so sweet and he actually does that often but it just got me thinking I feel like recently I've been making my own at home a lot and he knows so he like won't bring me one or knows that I already made one for the day you know but it just got me thinking to when we, like, first started dating, like, over three years ago. Oh, my gosh. um, And he would get me coffee from Starbucks and bring me coffee. And I don't know. It just, like, is really sweet to me and cute. And I wasn't expecting it. And I was just like, oh. oh also, he... <laughs> poor guy on his way to golf he got a coffee but then he knocked it over with his golf bag and it went everywhere he probably had like two sips and he sent me a picture and just goes tough start to the day and I was like my heart I'm so sad I really want to like post me you onto the golf course right now like that's so sad and if you guys know my boyfriend Max how much he loves his coffee like coffee is everything to him so I was just like really sad for him anyway so he had to get another one on the way home Amy thought of me and I just thought that was really sweet and I'm sipping on it right here. Everyone, take a sip. Oh gosh, I spilled it. (laughs) you have a coffee right now or a drink, take a sip with me. Let's have a cheers. Last thing I'm happy about today specifically is waking up early. Okay, you guys, maybe you are used to waking up really early and I woke up at 6.30 today, which is kind of, like, monumental for me. I don't wake up at 6.30 that often. If I ever have a 7 o'clock workout, I wake up at 6.30. But other than that, like, I didn't today. I don't think I ever wake up on If I at 6.30 if I don't have something to do, like, at 7, you know? But today I did because Max had his 7 o'clock tea time, and he was like, I'm getting up at 6.30. Last night he told me, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get up with you because I have so much to do. In these next couple days, I got a pack for Boston. I got a pack. We're about to go to Punta Cana. I need to get my life together. I got stuff to do. So I'm going to get up early. And it was so nice. Can I just say, I was like going around my apartment, tidying, took Brody on the nicest, longest walk. And I'm like, wow, I can't believe it's only 7.30 by the time we got back, you know? Um, yeah, I just really (laughs) like waking up early, but I will say I'm not the type. Like I know actually many people, which I don't like, and I get it, but you know, people that like their personalities waking up early and that's fine if you love to do that but don't make other people feel bad about it you know like I know some people that will like talk down to friends or family members of mine being like oh my gosh you get up at nine or like you just woke up oh I already like ran a marathon and cured cancer Nope, like that's an exaggeration but do you know what I mean like people that so like don't make other people feel bad about it like I would never do that but I just what I'm trying to say is the reason I like waking up early is literally because I have More of my awake time in the daylight like if I could wake up at sunrise every day, that would be wonderful spectacular perfect amazing because I just like thrive off my environment. I feel like and like it's so sunny and so beautiful out today right now And it's like putting me in such a happy good mood And if it was like really cloudy and dark and rainy outside, I would like be feeling that I know that sounds weird But like I just always feel so affected by the weather my environment and so anyway getting up early and going to bed earlier like more of my day is in the sunlight and it just makes me more joyful is also that's why I like that and like logistically practically for what I do taking photos and videos um it works a lot better in the daylight and not like crappy lighting in my apartment that makes my camera have weird lighting do you know what I'm saying so it's just better all around hang on can we talk about how unmanageable hair can be especially when it's frizzy tangled damaged or dry nothing is more frustrating i deal with all the above personally probably since i've bleached my hair for over 15 years now so let me tell you the leave-in conditioner from Way is my lifesaver. I actually physically cannot even get a brush throughout my hair when I get out of the shower without this product, since my hair gets so tangly. If you relate to what I'm talking about, you especially need this leave-in conditioner. My hair would actually be a dry frizz ball without this, since Way's leave-in conditioner hydrates, detangles, fights frizz, and even acts as a heat protectant. Trust me, your hair will thank you. So for protection from heat, dryness, and frizz, the way to healthier hair is Way's best-selling leave-in conditioner. It's really my non-negotiable, like must use it in my hair every time I get out of the shower my ride or die So take a body tangle flyaways and breakage for all hair types Like I have it protects your hair from heat up to 450 degrees and it has the best floral scent seriously it smells so good You guys so discover a new way of life with a leave-in conditioner from way go to t-h-e-o-u-a-i That's the way.com and use code hh to get 15% off your entire purchase. All right also before we get into my quote for this episode I wanted to read my journal from this morning, which may sound a little weird, but I told you we're getting deep in this episode, we're getting real, we're getting honest, and with honesty comes, I must be honest, this five-minute journal that I journaled in this morning, I have been so bad with, I have not journaled, do you want me to tell you my last entry date? February 9th, 2022, like I have not done this in February, March, April, May, wait, wait, can I not do the math? I think that's three months ago. <laughs> I literally just had to count on my fingers like four times. Ooh, okay, anyway, I guess I need more coffee. Um, yeah, <laughs> February 9th is the last time I wrote in here, but you guys are gonna hold me accountable, okay? I'm leaving it out of my desk now next to my planner, and so when I'm like planning out my day every morning or night, I can, the least I can do is grab my five-minute journal. It doesn't even take me five minutes. It takes me like two minutes, like combined it probably takes me 30 seconds in the morning 30 seconds at night like it's the problems make it so easy and quick so there's no excuses I need to keep doing this because it just feels really nice to kind of have like an intention set for your day and then at the end of the day to be able to reflect if you guys don't know what the five minute journal is that's pretty much what you do you okay I'll tell you so you write what you're grateful for three things you're grateful for. Um, three things that would make today great and two daily affirmations and then at night you write three amazing things that happened today and how could I have made today even better so I forget what I wrote because this was like four hours ago you know but four hours ago you know four hours ago now you know (laughs) sometimes my words just blend into each other here we go oh I love this quote at the top this is like a good a good thing to say in this episode too It says, meditation, a reboot for your brain and your soul, which we'll talk into. I talk about, um, later in this episode, I'll talk about feeling, like, grounded in your environment, like, ding, 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 hello, meditation helps so much. See, three years ago when I did this episode, I, like, had never meditated and didn't know the benefits of it and thought it was, like, woo-woo and I didn't care, and now I know the benefits. Like, it seriously helps me so much, especially since I feel like my anxious feelings have kind of increased in the last three years and feeling like i can't catch my breath sometimes and it's really scary um and meditation literally is like the only cure so all that is to say it really is a reboot for your brain and your soul and can kind of like get you out of your own head and make you take a step back from especially if you're having like negative thoughts with your body image okay let's see i'm grateful for i wrote my healthy body am i already gonna cry (laughs) Oh, that's cute. I wrote that. Like, I'm healthy and that's what really matters. And I need to stop worrying about how big my thighs are or if my stomach is a little chubby or why are my abs more toned because, like, I'm working out and why am I not seeing results? You know what I mean? Like, no one fucking cares. It doesn't even matter. (laughs) Like, I have a strong, healthy body that gets me through my day and does so much for me. While I'm already, like, lecturing and preaching here. Oh, first thing, (laughs) reading my journal. Okay, next thing grateful for nutritious food. And number 3 is as well as food that makes my soul happy. Yeah, that's so me. Like I'm just I just really try to be balanced with that because if I'm only focusing on food that makes my soul happy, aka cinnamon rolls, chocolate chip cookies, <laughs> um stuff like that, that's great and I feel good momentarily because it makes me like smile and it tastes good and I just have such a sweet tooth and I'm like it feels like I'm rewarding myself and like taking care of my soul like I said because that makes me happy and life is too short to not eat a cinnamon roll and that's like my favorite food you know like let's be real but if I only eat that for, like days on end I start to feel like crap and I can't like get through my day and get it through my workout you know So we need to throw in some nutritious food and especially when you find nutritious foods I'm talking like nutrient dense foods fruits vegetables all the things That taste good to you and like sauces and spices to spice it up like it tastes good and you crave that So i'm so excited to make a greek salad for lunch. I've been in like a really big greek salad cake It tastes so good to me And all the veggies just make me feel so good in there you know but then I also will have like my chocolate chip cookie for dessert after lunch I feel like I need dessert after every meal after breakfast I'm like ooh, what's something sweet I can grab quick same after lunch obviously after dinner is like my big dessert but it's like again life is too short to not eat dessert you know okay I'm rambling um that was what I'm grateful for what would make today great I wrote being reflective and open and honest on my podcast Well, here we are currently Yeah, that was really an intention I wanted to make for today because I knew I was recording this podcast And it honestly gets me nervous talking about it because it's something that is like So personal to me, you know And I just feel very vulnerable being like open and honest about it But I know it's important and I know It helps a bunch of you and I know that because i've gotten so much feedback from you guys again That that is like my most popular episode that's helped so many of you so it's important for me to talk about and you know, impactful. Okay. Next one. Working efficiently would make today great. Am I being efficient so far? I'm rambling a little bit, but yeah, I just have like a lot on my plate today. I feel like I, again, I have like a lot of things to get done before I make moves in the next coming weeks. And so today's one of those days where I'm just like banging out things on my to-do list. So we're going to be efficient today. The third thing that would make today great is playing pickleball. (laughs) I've been obsessed. If you guys have been seeing on my Instagram stories, it just feels like a fun new hobby for me, which just feels so good to have a new hobby. Like I haven't had a new hobby in so long. And it gets me really competitive. I wrote in my Instagram story last night. I'm like, I never thought I was like that competitive of a person until you throw me on a pickleball court with Max. And I want to beat him so bad. And he always beats me. But you know what? This is going to be short-lived, people, because I'm getting good. I like, I mean, really, we played like four games last night. And the last one was like head-to-head. We were like, it was like such a tight game, you know? And he like barely won at the end. I'm still upset about it, but it's fine. All of this is to say oh, yeah, that makes me competitive and one of you actually dm'd me and reminded me They're like gretchen. Don't forget about cornhole, which is so true. I love cornhole I'm, also obsessed with cornhole I feel bad that cornhole is getting like left in the dust because i'm like really obsessed with pickleball right now since it's new Anyway, um, yeah, i'm competitive in both of those and this is just important for today because it's like a work heavy day Like I said And honestly playing pickleball just makes me like very present in the moment with max it's something fun we can do to like I don't know have like a quality time moment and just makes me like joyful and it's having fun you know it reminds me to have fun which is important like I just feel like growing up as adults you just it's one serious thing to the next right it's like focus 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 work career what are the next steps what's the future oh my gosh I want this apartment I need to save up to buy this house and am I marrying this person and kids like everything is just so serious and like heavy and oh my gosh it's tax time and I have to pay my taxes do you know what I mean it's like ugh, utilities wi-fi <laughs> this reminds me I think I wrote it oh yeah my episode April 15th I'm looking at it adjusting to life as an adult like ugh, but really the purpose of life is to just Oh, I saw that somewhere. It was basically like the purpose of life is to like live life and it's so true and it's like Having fun and being joyful is important Like you better sprinkle in some aspects that just like fill your soul and make you happy each day, right? Like that's important to have fun. So anyway I told max at like 9 a.m. Today. He said i'm warning you. I want to play pickleball again tonight so rest up because they'll always be like i'm tired can we just relax and i'm like absolutely not (laughs) after dinner is not time to unwind and relax we're going to play pickleball (laughs) well okay this is taking forever reading my journal and daily affirmations i wrote i'm right where i'm supposed to be oh the next one i'm not going to be able to read without crying (laughs) why is this like this i wrote i'm strong and beautiful and i want to (laughs) cry oh see being emotional saying this tells me I have some work to do and this is reminding me that I remember being with my twin sister I will never forget this moment I know I've mentioned it before but we were seniors in college in our college apartment and I don't know how this our conversation got started but we were with each other and I remember we were like what the heck basically I think realizing like how hard we are on ourselves and i'm like why is it that it's so easy for me to look at you and look at my mom and look at my cousin and my friends and say like you are so beautiful and i'm genuinely mean it deep down like you are such a beautiful person inside and out you look so beautiful in that outfit your makeup looks so beautiful your hair looks so beautiful but aside from looks you know like who you are to the core is a beautiful nice amazing human being and i was like lucy We can't even say that about ourselves. Do we ever say that about ourselves? Like, we need to. And we literally looked at each other and made each other say out loud, like, I'm beautiful. And we were both, like, crying. And I'm like, why is this so emotional and so hard to say? It's like, I don't know. It's a weird conundrum. Like, I feel like as humans, you always feel like you have to be very humble. And you can't, like, speak highly of yourself or you can't, like, brag. But it's like, it should be okay to be like, wow, I feel beautiful today. Or I know I'm a beautiful human being. Or I... I love my new dress. I feel so beautiful in it. I'm so beautiful in it. Like, but it's so hard to say. and Maybe it's because so many of us, like, struggle with insecurities that we don't feel that way sometimes. But this is a good affirmation for me today. And... Yeah, the strong thing I resonate with because I feel like physically strong and mentally strong. So that's easier for me to say, but the beautiful is so hard for me to get out sometimes because it's like all we can think to is our insecurities and things we could wish we could change. But just remind yourself, you are beautiful. You're such a beautiful human being and your physical attributes really don't matter. Like they matter the least compared to everything else of who you are. I will get into that later but we haven't even gotten into the quotes yet okay so i wanted to read my quote from my last body image episode because i was looking at the notes and it says be yourself everyone else is already taken which like how cute that makes me think like i Will compare myself to someone else, and it's like they are already them, and I can't be them. And my arms and my waist and my thighs and my legs will never look exactly like theirs, even if I wanted them to. So, why am I gonna like waste all my time worrying about it and stressing about it? And it's like the beauty of life is everyone being different and looking different, and we're not all supposed to look the same. And how boring would that be if we all looked the same, you know? Another one I found today actually no i feel like i've heard this recently but i i got it like the exact quote today is our bodies are just temporary vessels for our souls which will go on forever which i feel like is so sweet like wow okay let's break that down our bodies are just temporary vessels for our souls which will go on forever and it's and if you think about it that way like our physical body and also this may help you if you're dealing with negative thoughts is like our physical body is literally just a vessel, like I said, for our souls, which will go on forever. Like our soul and who you are to your core is you. And then your physical skin sack that you live in is just your body. And oh, how morbid. Like we all know that that ends one day, right? But apparently this says our souls go on forever. So that's what matters. And we know like age changes us and our looks are gonna change as we grow old so it's like that's not what matters anyway oh I feel like this is all coming out wrong but this reminds me of the idea that I spoke about I think in like YouTube videos maybe in another podcast but I know that I don't I didn't mention it in my body image episode before Oh, where did I hear this? I don't even know where I heard this, but clearly it was impactful and resonated with me because I've kept it in my brain and have said it to people that are having a hard time. And again, I always sound so morbid, but here we go. Which is, at your funeral one day, your friends and family members and loved ones will not say a single thing of... Uh, They will not say your weight. They will not say the number of the measuring tape around your waist They will not say They're never going to say anything of how you look. They're not going to say how big your thighs were. They're not going to say how defined your abs were No one's going to say any of that the impact that you leave on people is Your kind heart how loving you were your spirit your character how you handled adversity in your life if you were there for them if you You know, in hard moments in their life, like those are things that people never forget. What they do forget and what they probably didn't even know and weren't aware of in the first place is the little insecurities on your body that aren't even apparent to anyone else. So just remember that, that yes, your feelings are valid when you have insecurities physically, whatever they may be. However, in the grand scheme of things, I would try to advise you To separate yourself from the present moment and think long term how it really doesn't matter and probably one day things like your thighs won't bother you anymore because you're going to have other things to worry about. I know you guys already know how much I love taking my Athletic Greens since I've shown taking in the morning and a bunch of my YouTube videos, but I had my Athletic Greens first thing this morning and I'm feeling energized and ready to tackle my day right now, honestly. And if you didn't know, one scoop of Athletic Greens has 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. Literally all the things i mix mine with cold water in the morning and the flavor has really grown on me honestly i feel like i crave it now in the mornings which i totally wasn't expecting at first when i first started taking it to me it tastes a little tropical kind of like pineapple but it's very mild like nothing too crazy i also add it to my smoothies from time to time especially if i forget to take it first thing in the morning on its own i'll just toss it in there it's such an easy habit to incorporate into your life that has an enormous benefit to your overall health and well-being exporting better sleep quality recovery mental clarity and alertness for example also it's cheaper than getting all these different supplements individually by the way they also have little travel packs that are so convenient when you're on the go i actually have a pack of them and my friends have been stealing them to try it out since i always rave about my greens powder so right now friends you better listen up since you keep stealing mine (laughs) it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition it's just one scoop and a cup of water every day that's it no need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health to make it easy athletic greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune supporting vitamin d and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash happy hour. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash happy hour to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Another moment that sticks out to me dealing with body image is one of my oldest, dearest friends telling me that I needed to be nicer to myself. This was a little over a year ago. And... I might have even said, I can just say it was my best friend, Hannah, from home. <laughs> I don't know why I wrote in the notes, like, my oldest, like, am I trying to conceal her? identity here? I don't know. But I, th- I think I've said this, that it was my best friend, Hannah. And we were with a big group of our friends. And she was just so sick of hearing from the group of us how bad we looked in photos we were taking. And I'm honestly, it's honestly embarrassing to admit that, I've said horrible things about myself, not only in my head, but like out loud, because it brings everyone else around you down, oh, like how sad, and that, I mean, that really was like, I feel like a turning point for me, and just made me a lot more aware, because it's like, if, you, if you're if you taking photos with your friends in bikinis, you know, and you don't, like the way you look, you could just be like, oh, I look so horrible today, I feel so bloated, I don't feel good, uh, and then it makes other people be like, oh gosh, like, Maybe should I feel that way, too? Maybe I don't like these photos, too, and it, like, brings everyone down. And instead, maybe you should just, I don't know. It goes both ways because then a part of me is like, no, that's good to be open and honest. Like, if I'm really struggling, I just, like, talk to my sister, and I'm, like, I'm having, like, a bad body image moment, and she will help talk to me. But I don't know. I feel like there's a time and place, like, if you're in a big group of girls, and then it could potentially make them feel bad or, like, trigger insecurities in them. It's better to just, like not and maybe talk highly of yourself and others you know instead like that reminds me another friend of mine I remember we were taking photos on the beach one time and she was really upset like she was literally crying after and she didn't like the way she looked and it actually rubbed off on me. Like, maybe I'm just sensitive, but I remember thinking, like, wow, I thought I looked good in those photos, but if she doesn't think she looks good, like, I'm a lot bigger than her, so then maybe I don't look good either, and, like, that's embarrassing. I thought I look good. Oh, this is so also, like, embarrassing to admit. Like, why do we think like this? And obviously, that's all comparison. And then, like, I was crying, too, because I'm like, wow, if she doesn't feel good, then obviously I must not look good, too. <sighs> okay, I'm going to read you the caption, to this Instagram photo. Let me find it. Oh, yes, right here. Okay. That I talk about the time that my friend Hannah made me a little bit more aware. I feel like this will convey my thoughts better. (laughs) It's hard to just speak about this off the top of my head. You know, I have a lot of notes, but this will get the idea that I want you to receive. Okay. This was actually just a year ago, May of 2021. And I posted... A picture of me in a bikini from when Max and I went to Laguna and I remember really struggling on this trip thinking like, oh, I my body doesn't look as defined as it used to. Maybe I haven't like been working out as much and I'm just I just am not liking the way I'm looking. And I felt like it was really putting like a damper on my trip and like a cloud over my head, so to speak, like a storm cloud over the trip because It was just bringing me down and like how dumb because I just knew future me would look back and be like you had a beautiful, amazing, wonderful trip to Laguna and you were just worried about how you look the whole time. Like that doesn't even matter. Like just stop. Like get out of your own head and get out of your own way and stop worrying about yourself. Worry about something else, you know? Okay, here's the caption. Just a little reminder to be aware of how you speak to yourself. I mean in your head and out loud. I share this since it wasn't until a close friend of mine pointed it out that it wasn't until a close friend of mine pointed it out That I even realized how bad it was. In parentheses, I wrote, Thank you for metaphorically grabbing me by the shoulders and shaking me by the way. I needed it. I was upset while trying to take photos with how they were turning out, and my friend told me how negative and harsh I was being towards myself. It makes me emotional even writing this and admitting she's right. Why is it that we cherish and pride and encourage our loved ones, yet are so hard on ourselves? Maybe just being so public, I see these photos and I'm immediately anxious of comments I could get about how I look or if I put on weight. Which, by the way, I've gotten those comments in DMs and they feel horrible. So just a reminder, don't comment on how someone looks. I mean, I I say they're beautiful, say, you know, but don't comment like, have you lost weight? Have you gained weight? Stuff like that is, like, very personal And you don't know what you could be like triggering if they're going through a hard time one way or another so yeah like enough of that I feel like people have gotten better with that in general but yeah I've definitely gotten those comments like wow you've gained weight and I'm like yeah I have you think I don't notice like if you guys notice like obviously I do too oh, I remember one picture of me in a bikini. Someone commented, you look pregnant. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to go cry myself to sleep. Like, obviously I'm not. And that really hurts my feelings, you know? And I thought it was like, I remember the picture was in like such a happy moment. And then seeing that comment just made me like so upset. I'm like, literally, should I delete this? Like, I'm so upset, you know? So just reminder to just, just not tell them they look happy. Okay. Um, Okay, comments I could get about how I look if I put on weight But if the girl in this photo was my bff, I would tell her she's thriving and looks so happy and healthy Okay, now i'm really crying that's what I wrote but I honestly could cry because Ah oh, damn, it's like hitting me again. I always think like I look back at myself and i'm like, oh, yeah I could have like been more toned but like What the can I not think that because literally if I didn't know this girl in this photo right now I would be like, she looks so happy. She's so cute. I love that blue bikini. Like, yes, queen, pop off. You're thriving, you know? So, like, why are we so hard on ourselves? I don't know. Uh, I mentioned before how I can easily fall into comparing how I look to past versions of myself, which leaves me feeling honestly just awful. Another reminder to you guys, if you go down the rabbit hole, like I said, of comparison, of looking at photos of models you follow on Instagram, maybe just mute them or unfollow, you know? But, like, don't let yourself do that because you know coming out the other end of that is just you going to be feeling awful or at least that's how I feel you know I wrote not to say you shouldn't want progress or goals you're working towards in your fitness and health journey I think that's great however learning to love each version of yourself and for me myself Right where I'm at has brought me so much peace. I'm always working on giving myself grace and compassion just as I would for a close friend. Opening up a bit with my self-love journey on here since I know I have touched on it a ton of my podcasts and YouTube videos but less on Instagram. This is your sign to capture all the moments and memes and photos focusing a little less on how you look and a little more on how you feel. Love you all besties. Okay, hopefully that got my point across better than me just trying to formulate thoughts in my head because sometimes it comes out a little jumbled. But Yeah, that still resonates me and it's something I'm still always working on. And it's like we got to get rid of the habits. Like I feel like every girl has the habit of taking a photo. They look at it and they're like, oh, I look awful. Like maybe we say this and sort of like put ourselves down to make the people around us feel better about themselves. I don't know, but it's weird because it just brings down the vibes and then brings out the negative energy, you know. So it's like we all need to just be a little more compassionate towards ourselves and our friends and everybody else, you know. Okay. Also, may I say, oh boy, reading through the notes to my first episode on this really digs up heavy stuff for me that I just feel like I've buried so deep down and stuff that I like have trained my brain to not think about anymore. And if I should say, if you really want to hear the root of where I believe my body issues stemmed from I recommend listening to that episode since it will make me just sad rehashing it all in this episode so yeah go listen to that if you haven't already I'll have it listed in the show notes to this episode but the gist is that I've actually heard young girls feel a pressure to look a certain way starting around age like five or six I I should look that up I don't know but I just remember hearing that and I will say that I definitely felt that growing up and another thing I think about now as I'm older and like around more you know young mothers like peers of mine is it's making me think about the dynamic of like how you talk to yourself and treat yourself maybe has to do with how our mother's talk about themselves growing up like how scary and when I say growing up I mean like as we're growing up our mothers and how much that rubs off on us because think about when you're little you're literally a sponge and you're just like taking in all the information And you know you hear a new word and then you're saying it all the time you're kind of like a a, a parrot is that what the word is a parakeet a parrot <laughs> why can't I think of the word <laughs> you know that like hears something and repeats it and so I just feel like that's such a thing like a I'm a five-year-old, and I'm hearing my mom say, like, oh, like, I need to not eat before I go on this vacation, or I need, like, those kind of, like, toxic phrases, I feel like, stick with you, or, like, oh, I need to only have, like, a liquid diet to fit into this skirt, or I'm not going to eat before, you know, or how they talk about themselves, or I look fat, or I need a nose job, or those things, I feel like, can be so harmful to young minds because they hear that and then like think that about themselves too and question themselves and side note I will just say that the lawnmowers at my apartment complex came today of course right when I'm recording and I just had to take the biggest break (laughs) so sorry this is a little disjointed hopefully it's not Because they literally were going right behind my window right here and it was so loud. And so hopefully I don't have to stop again and that they don't come too close that it's like noisy. But yeah, that's that on that. Um, One of my friends that's a mom, I remember saying that right after she had her baby. She was like, you know what? Like I remember her getting a photo with her daughter and she was like, you know what I would normally be like oh I don't like the way my nose looks in this like let's take another but she's like you know what no like I'm beautiful the way I am everyone's nose is different and she's like I really need to get myself in check because I never want my daughter to hear me say bad things about myself like I don't like my nose we need to take a new picture so my nose looks better, because I never want her to think that about herself, like, she is so special and unique and beautiful in her own way, and her nose is perfect, and just for her, and, you know, so it's, like, we really need to be careful, especially that, like, makes me worried, or at least just uh, makes me wary of that when I have children one day is like you obviously impact their lives so much and you want to be a good example in all those ways and not a bad example I feel very lucky that my parents I would say always really contributed to like positively to my self-esteem, my confidence, my self-worth um in regards to my body image, and especially with food. I felt like I always had such a healthy relationship with food until we get to rowing, which I'll talk about. And I attribute that to my parents because they really just always let me eat whatever I want whenever and would, you know, try to get me be like, okay, Gretchen, you can have your Oreos if you finish all your broccoli on your dinner plate. You know what I mean? Just balance. Like, threw in the fruits and vegetables, let me have the desserts. They never made me cut out anything, and I think that just made me have, like, a really healthy relationship with food. Um, But what was I saying? Oh, yeah, that we all just need to work on our self-talk for our future kids' sake. Seriously. So I mentioned when I would say my body image issues got really bad was with rowing specifically the lightweight rowing aspect since if you don't know what lightweight rowing is you are thrown on a scale all the time and have to be under 130 pounds and when I first started lightweight rowing in high school that was very easy for me it made sense because I just naturally was under 130 pounds when I was you know 15 16 starting and it wasn't that hard I would eat like pints of Ben and Jerry's ice cream and I wouldn't be over the weight limit it was fine when I got to college that was a whole different story started drinking, started lifting, I'm growing up gaining weight, I could not make weight and that's when the really bad issues with body image and like self-worth w- tied with my number on the scale and food just got bad but I talk way more about that in the first episode and I will say an ec- an excerpt from that which I, I'm taking some of my notes and I'm just like wow I can't believe yeah here's some of my notes from that episode. Funny enough, the physically smallest moments of my grown adult life, I felt the largest. Oh, I remember that. Like, when I was in really bad place and I would just think, like, if only I was smaller and if I, even if I was smaller and would lose weight, it was like it was never enough. And so I, I felt the most unhappy and, like, horrible. And I still felt, like, huge. Like, I had weight to lose and I've never been huge. And it's just, oh, it's, like, so toxic. I had such a bad mindset. And I wrote comparison kills you have to work on and focus on yourself, which is obviously easier said than done. I guess one specific example I could shout out, because I feel like whenever anyone's like work on yourself, focus on yourself, it's like, okay, what does that even mean? But it's like little things I mentioned here and there. Meditating, journaling, being like really honest with yourself, focusing on the things that bring you joy and happiness each day. Um another way I found to love myself recently. And I actually feel like momentarily recently when I was with my twin sister I was just being really honest and I was having like a hard body image moment But that's really again just in comparison So if I can like be aware with myself and be honest like gretchen It's only because you're comparing yourself to others Which literally doesn't matter at all and everyone's gonna look different than you and you're never gonna be Five feet tall a 100 pounds like stop comparing yourself to people that are nothing like you You, you know just like stop comparing in general But I saw I don't know if you guys know who this is I follow this girl on instagram who I feel like is such a positive like happy light and her name is sammy clark And she posted I think a reel on instagram And it really resonated with me like I could have cried when I watched it And she said for two minutes a day to hold each part of your body I know it sounds crazy, but it was her just sitting there sort of like in a meditative state and she was like holding her arms and holding her I'm like literally doing it with you, holding her biceps, holding her forearms, holding her thighs, putting her hands on her stomach, putting her hands on her feet and her shins and her calves and her head, like put your hands everywhere and hold each part of your body and say and repeat out loud, I love you. make me emotional like I need to go do this today because I feel like I really do nitpick parts of myself like I feel like we all can find things we like about ourselves like I'm I could be like oh I've always have like toned calves my calves never bother me like I like those but I always deep down I'm like oh my thighs could be smaller like my waist could be smaller and it's like no and like the self-love component is worth way more than you even think that I don't think I'm explaining this right but I think like the mindset component Of your body image, your health fitness journey means so much more than we give credit to. Like your mindset about it all is very impactful to like physically how you look and how you feel and all the things. So I think if you're taking the time each day to like hold each part of yourself and meditate and feel really grounded on the ground and say, I love you. Like you're doing so well. Like thighs, you're so strong. And you get me through my day and my Brody, hello. We're having a deep moment. And you get me through my cycle class you know like that I think is just a really good example of showing yourself love maybe that sounds silly but I want to do that every day I'm like adding that to my journal and my schedule to do that for two minutes each day and I really think even if it does nothing to me physically obviously more mentally mindset wise I think it could really be like transformative okay back to the excerpt of the first podcast notes I wrote, I remember scrolling for hours on social media of these really skinny girls and I would cry that I wasn't that small. This is like bringing me back to the end of high school. And I would go on like Tumblr and I would be like, why can't I just look like that? Like how horrible and I don't even know who these people are. Now, I can now reflect and see so much of this pressure was coming from my sport and the girls I was surrounded with on a daily basis. Yes, that is true as well. I also wrote ironically enough, losing weight and being smaller and smaller made made me increasingly more unhappy, which is really interesting because I feel like I still catch myself in those moments of if I lose five pounds, I know I'll be happier. Like if I could just lose five pounds, then I'll be like where I was last year at this time. And maybe I'll feel better in my clothes and I'll just be happier. And no, that's not right. Because I literally look back and at my smallest weight ever like I felt horrible probably because I was starving and hungry and deprived and so I'm emotional and irrational and upset and it was just so bad like such a dark time this is also reminding me I have an episode talking about comparing yourself to a past version of yourself which is also kind of along these lines you should also listen to that and that It's reminding me of that because I still catch myself doing that. Again, like it's always a journey and something I'm working on. And I've just learned that the if then statements you say to yourself, those moments set you up for failure because that is just never the case. Whenever I say, if I lose five pounds, I'll be happier. If I work with this brand, I'll be happier. If I move here if I live in this apartment if I drive this car then I'll be happier nope that's not right because you need to find like peace and happiness with where you're at right now in the present moment that just is never the case it never works out that way it's never how you think it'll be it's that's so like the grass is greener right over there but it's not worry about your own grass water your own lawn (laughs) I'm talking in like so many metaphors but Really, I feel like I like dance around this because it makes me like emotional. But when I tell you I believe that everyone is beautiful, I mean it because, like I said before, we're all supposed to be different. It's so unique and so interesting that we all look different. All our bodies are different shapes and sizes. And my weight became my identity. And your identity and soul cannot be a number. It's not a number, it's not a number on the scale, it's not the number of calories that you ate today. Your identity and self-worth and what makes you beautiful on the inside and your purpose is made up of things like your character, your determination, your kind heart, like I said, your personality, your impact on others, your resilience, etc. I also did a little research, a quick little search to look outward on what other people say are good ways to help Negative thoughts on body image overall. Okay, here we go. This is what I found. Identify and challenge negative thoughts. See, we're already there. We're already doing that by listening to this episode, hearing me speak about this. I think you were thinking, probably within yourself right now, wow, maybe I am realizing like I have negative self talk in my head out loud. And the first step is like identifying that because I think sometimes I wouldn't even be aware I wouldn't even realize it was like a habit Like I said, it was just something that would happen like automatically and it isn't until my friend hannah is like Hey, you're being really mean to yourself Like are you listening to the words you're saying to yourself and i'm like, okay, i'm gonna cry like I I didn't even realize, you know So first step identifying and challenging those negative thoughts Two is recognizing the underlying motivation for criticism. Where is that coming from? like you're saying it to yourself, but is it because you heard a friend say it? Or you heard your mom say it about yourself? Or you heard someone say it on TV? Or you heard someone say it on Instagram? Like, why do you believe this to your core? Like, how did you learn that? Three, appreciate, oh, this is a list, one through seven. Okay, so one was identify challenging thoughts. I don't think I said the number. Two, recognize underlying motivation for criticism. Three, appreciate your body for what it can do. This always makes me feel a lot better, too. Like, literally write down in a piece of paper, my body is so strong. It got me through my run this morning. My body got me through, like, cleaning my whole house today and got me through moving all my moving boxes to Boston. That's going to be a real kicker. Like, your body does so much for you. My body swam in the ocean. My body played pickleball and played hopscotch and my body like hugs my loved ones I don't know there's so many things that your body does and so can we like thank it and be grateful instead of like beating it down and always being like mad at it you know four practice focusing on the positive aspects which is really good because like I said I'm sure there are some things you can think about that you are grateful for and like Things that you can think positively about your body image and how you look and focus on that and not the things that Make you feel bad or negative things that you can't control five avoid comparisons again So hard <laughs> I know this whole thing. I'm like oh, comparison is like literally the worst. I think I have a whole episode on comparison, too Like if i'm gonna be really vulnerable and open with you guys I think why I struggle with this a lot, too in one specific way is a lot of times i will feel like i oh, i don't want to like cry but i will feel like i am like the biggest girl out of all of my friends in my friend group or family members and i need to stop even recognizing that like why is it something i'm aware of like that doesn't even matter when you're with friends what matters is like the laughs you share and the times you have together and maybe it's just because I like don't fit into their clothes and so that's what makes me realize I don't know like me and my friends and family members share clothes a lot and I'll try on each other's dresses and you know what I mean so maybe that's what I'm realizing and it's like it sounds so stupid to even say out loud because it literally doesn't matter but I think that's where my comparison can come in sometimes is I'm like oh gosh like my sisters especially with a twin are you kidding me my twin sister like that's been so hard for both of us growing up is being compared to one another and I feel like our sizes of clothes and our weight has sort of ebbed and flowed, and sometimes we're exactly the same, and sometimes I'm bigger, sometimes she's bigger, sometimes she's smaller, I'm smaller, you know what I'm saying? And so when I, like, can't zip the dress or the pants that, like, my sister has, and I'm like, oh gosh, like, am I gaining weight? And it's like, why, (laughs) Gretchen, that doesn't even matter, and you're, even though you're twins, you're not the same person, and of course you're gonna look different and be different at different points in your life, but... I just want you to know I relate to you if you feel like especially I mean a lot of my friends are like a lot shorter than me too so it would only make sense that they are smaller than me and their clothes are smaller but I will like beat myself up and be like oh maybe I should be their size like why don't I fit into any of my friends clothes like I just feel like the big one and like nobody's telling me I'm literally gonna cry right now like oh man I knew this would like Strike a nerve with me but I'm like is no one telling me that I like that friend here I can't even believe I'm saying this out loud and, and then I'm like no I'm not I like I'm totally fine and I look in the mirror and I'm like I feel great stop comparing yourself when you're with other girls like everyone's on their own journey and everyone's gonna look different and you don't need to fit into their clothes like wear your clothes and wear the clothes that make you feel comfortable like clothes are meant to fit you you are not meant to fit into clothes and Yeah, just know that I relate to if you feel that way sometimes because I feel that way a lot of times And I just think like how it's worked out is a lot of my friends and family members are smaller than me and shorter than me and wear smaller clothes and so Yeah, sometimes that just makes me feel sad But it only makes me feel sad if I let myself feel sad and if i'm already in like a negative mindset and if i'm in like a normal happy Content like confident mindset i'm like Yeah, I don't fit into their clothes because we're different people and who cares and it doesn't matter and but sometimes it does matter, but that's okay, you know, like that's all valid to feel that way. I just think we need to remind ourselves, oh, this doesn't matter, it's just me comparing myself, move on, you know. <sighs> Number six, challenge media portrayals. This is so good. Again, I said, I feel like. It's the media has gotten better. But again, I mean we still all know that instagram is a highlight reel and I love the pages That show the real and the raw moments and the untouched photos in the this is the instagram photo I posted But then they show the other hundred that they didn't post because they weren't the most flattering angles and like everyone's just putting showing Putting their best foot forward like showing the best version of themselves Which I don't think is bad, but I think it can be harmful if you think that's reality because it's not seven identify non-physical traits that you admire this is so good as well because when I'm beating myself up about how I look again I'm in my own head and if I actually think of like how much I've gone through and how proud of myself I am and the sister I am and the daughter I am and the friend that I am and the partner and girlfriend I am and the dog mom I am I'm like I am a good person that like does good in the world and like has a good impact and like why am I crying (laughs) That matters way more than like your dress size or the size of your shirt or your pants you know what i mean okay (laughs) back to the notes from my first episode Uh, yeah i'm like literally gonna cry again in this moment wasn't until my senior year fall of college i'm talking i felt a lot better and more myself this is i'm talking like two, three years after I quit rowing and went on like a big healing journey with my body image, with my weight, with my food, all of that. I wrote, I could still be, <laughs> this is funny, I could still be 140 pounds and still be beautiful, which may I add. And also I I never like saying like numbers like that, like my waist size or the number of pounds I am, because I don't want that to be harmful to anyone who is in like a comparison mindset, right? But The reason I mentioned that and I talk more again in my first episode Since rowing for lightweight rowing, we had to be under 130. It felt like it really did at that time Okay, I guess i'm touching on a little bit but it really felt like every pound I was over 130 pounds that I was like not worthy and that wasn't okay and Like I had to be under 130 pounds because that was like the most important on the team where you couldn't race and so it's like I felt like I had no self-worth if I was under over, over 130 pounds and now I know how ridiculous that sounds but it was like that was my whole life and so The thought of being 140 pounds like I literally had a panic attack talking with my coaches about this about gaining weight and Oh, this is bringing up so much. They're like you need to gain weight You lost your cycle and i'm like, yeah, but I can't or I can't compete And like I literally would have passed out if you told me I had to gain weight like that just sounded so scary and so this that's a little context around why finally by my senior fall I was like wait I am 140 pounds and I do feel beautiful I feel a lot more beautiful than when I was under eating and underweight and like a shell of myself and not happy and not okay um I'm like wow I finally have boobs and like I mean I I'm always kind of <laughs> like I don't really have curves I feel like my body goes like straight up and down but like I have a little curves like I have a little something and I'm like okay like boys will still like me and I will still love myself and that was like such a big moment for me that I was like wait I'm okay I'm still alive I can gain weight and it's all gonna be okay (sighs) oh man more of what helped me so some of this is from back then and I've added since added new things that have helped me as well I will leave you with this saying things to myself in the mirror i remember i really would do that my senior year of college especially before exams i would look in the mirror and i'd like put my hands on my hips i'd power pose and i would be like gretchen you are so smart you got this like you were gonna go kill your final exam you are gonna get an a you studied so much you're doing so great i'm so proud of you i'm not kidding saying things out loud like that sounds crazy but it really does speak to existence This okay, this sounds like really crazy. I think I mentioned this episode recently how I feel like I'm really good at like manifesting things, but I think half of that is like speaking things into existence. But what makes me think of this is I was playing a game, Tribute Pursuit, with my mom and sister not too long ago and literally before every roll I would be like come on Gretchen you got this and I would like roll the number that I wanted and then Lucy would like pick up the card to read to me and I would be like you're so smart Gretchen you're gonna know the answer you got this and I literally would get them right and I swear it was just my mindset of like I can do this and I'm gonna get it right instead of being like oh gosh these questions are so hard like I never get them right you know like what you say out loud and to yourself matters so much okay I digress next up Soul Cycle. It's like literally therapy. That's kind of this episode today, right? It's like a little therapy sesh. I thought this would be a great start to my day. It is. <laughs> We're just having a little therapy sesh together, but Soul Cycle is literally therapy to me. It's dancing on a bike. It's like turning off my brain and just moving my body the endorphins of the physical activity with the instructor just telling you really positive sort of like affirmations and uh, the instructors just really make it all they like make it so good like they're literally like a therapist up there preaching like amazing things compiled like with the endorphins of feeling good of moving your body like everything is just perfect amazing like you guys just know i'm the biggest soul cycle fan yoga as well really helps me slow the f down because i'm such a fast-paced person really makes me slow down and be present and be in the moment and i always feel very like in touch with my body in yoga maybe because like the little meditative moment at the end or I'm just moving really slowly and I can feel like every muscle and everything and I always feel very like grateful for my body to be able to get in all the positions and poses and how flexible I am in yoga you know like yoga is such a good I want to go back to yoga guys, making me realize oh I can't wait when I go to Boston core power yoga I've missed so much here since I don't have one too close to me and it's literally my favorite I'm gonna go all the time oh I'm making like a mental note. I'm literally signing up for a class right after I finish this podcast because, yeah, oh, yoga makes me feel so good. Orange theory, kind of like the opposite of yoga, the opposite of mindful, no. But it really does help me because if I'm feeling like I want an intense workout or I want to run my little butt off and just like work really hard and sweat like crazy, I go to orange theory and I feel very grateful for my body because I'm like, wow, that was like a high intensity High impact workout, you know, like orange theory is just like I don't know if you guys have done that But to me, it's just like whoa sometimes i'm like wow my body's sore in like a bad way. Yeah orange theory is just a lot something I added is Another thing that I think has helped me in my healing journey with all of this Is being around my boyfriend which you're probably like what gretchen But don't get me wrong. Hear me out obviously I feel loved by my boyfriend, but what matters more is the love I have for myself because at the end of the day, you got yourself, you know what I'm saying? But (laughs) the reason for this is because he has the best relationship with food and body image. I've literally never heard him say anything bad about his body. Boys are just blessed. They worry less about that stuff, I feel like, um, or at least my boy does, (laughs) not to generalize. Um, And I know I didn't talk about food too much. Like I said, I wasn't really going to get into that. But I definitely struggled with that where I thought about it way too much. And what works for me now is I can't think about it too much. I have to eat whatever I want, whenever I want. Again, like I kind of mentioned earlier, balance, moderation, all the things. And so being around someone that's a... Really good example of not thinking too much about what they're eating eating whatever they want whenever they want whenever they're hungry not eating when they're not hungry like That's what I always said helped me the most healing from like a unhealthy relationship with food Was being around friends that had a really healthy relationship with food the remainder of college and being around my boyfriend That is so good with that and I think I kind of could like model myself after them and be like, oh I can just eat like three balanced meals a day and I can eat snacks and I can have dessert and I'll still be okay and that's all allowed and I know that sounds so weird and that's normal but to me that wasn't normal and so just like being around that rubbed off on me and just like made all the difference gave me like a good example you know feeling grounded in my environment I touched on that that helps me feel better eating food as fuel and focusing on that but as well as eating food that makes me feel good because again like I mentioned in my little when I was talking about my journal life is too short to not eat your favorite foods if they're sweets because eating sweets whenever I feel like it is my favorite and they are my favorite self-care like I said I have self-care episodes that really helps me to be less stressed and overall feeling good and lastly Stop comparing myself to others and to my old self. I want to shout out louisa here at the end One of my best friends because she's another person like things that my friends say to me really impact me Because they know me like better than I know myself and when they bring up something to me I'm, like wow So I told you about hannah that moment, but louisa at one point told me in college gretchen you were living in the past And I was like You know what? you're right (laughs) can I stop comparing myself to the old version of myself like my old relationships how my body used to look my old version of myself like enough like that's no longer and I'm doing my present self and my future self a disservice by completely like comparing myself to an old version of myself so that helped me so much and literally felt like it set me free so yeah thanks Louisa shout out Knowing my self-esteem, self-worth, bottom line, is just too important to be affected by my physical attributes when those really don't matter at all. So that's really what's helped me with this. I feel like this episode got so long, but I really felt like we needed an update on the body image conversation, where I'm at now. I really hope this helped you guys feel better. I feel like I was like deeply emotional. So I I hope this is still like a feel good moment. Um, And yeah, again, I know I've said this like a hundred times, but I, I just never anticipated that my second episode would be like my most downloaded of all time about this. So clearly you guys not want to hear about it and I felt like we needed a refresher, especially with summer coming. So just a reminder, you got a bikini, you got your body, you got a bikini body, worry about yourself and stop worrying about how you look and more about how you feel because I promise you, this is another thing, I always look back even if it's not a year two years, maybe it's five years down the line, you're going to look back at photos that maybe you didn't like this summer of you and your friends because you wish you looked like this or that. And you were going to be like, I looked so cute. Why was I worried? I was so happy. I was having so much fun. That's what matters. You know, like, let's be real. That's what matters. So with that, I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening to this episode and I'll catch you my next one.